Hello everybody, this is day number 23. And again, today we are reflecting His glory in every season of our lives. Today we will be covering the topic of parenting. To glorify means when we align our lives with God's designs and purposes. So let's talk about parenting for a moment. Amen. The goal of parenting is not happiness, but holiness or godliness. Or to make it very practical, I use the term to be disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ. So what does the Bible tells us about parenting? First of all, uh, there are different roles that, that all parents should take. Number one, we need to be teaching and training. Parents are to instruct their children in the way of the Lord, instilling in them a love for God and His Word. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6 tells us, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. And Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 6 and 7. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children. Amen. So that's one of our greatest responsibility. And when I talk about teaching, it it doesn't necessarily mean that we just uh, take a teacher's uh, manual and then sit them down and teach them. No, you know, at every age, we need to understand uh, the dynamics of or or the philosophy of reaching to that age group of. You know, and, and again, you got to take time to understand uh, how your children learn. You know, we did, a, 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 what do you call that, a, a real colors a lesson about how do you teach a green, how do you teach an orange, how do you teach a blue, and so on. And we were very surprised that, that every color <laughs> receive information or prioritize information very differently. So take time to see what click in your children and teaching may involve a lot of, maybe when they were young, a play. And then if you are an orange, you have to give them lots of experiences and keep on trying until they get it. The goal of teaching is not about finishing the curriculum, but when they truly understand. And when I say understand, I'm not talking about them being book smart. I'm talking about them understanding the principles and learning how to apply the principles in their daily lives. Amen. And another thing that God expects us to do as parents is, is number two, modeling righteousness. Parents are to live righteously, setting a good example for their children to follow. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 7 tells us, the righteous man walk is walks in his integrity, his children are blessed after him. You know, again, the scripture says, walk in his integrity. So what happens when you lose your temper? Are you modeling righteous living? You know, are you modeling mom's submission? Parents, are you modeling self-control? When someone overtake you in your car, do you curse or or or? Can you control your lips? Are you modeling right speech? Are you modeling godliness? Are you modeling uh, a worshiper? Because don't expect your children to worship when you don't worship. Don't expect your children to pray when you don't pray. Don't expect your children to know what a godly father looks like or the 
heavenly fathers look like when you don't model it. So model the different roles, model, uh, if I can say, uh, relationships, uh, the way God intended us for us to model it. Model what it means to look like someone who is faithful, Amen. Again, you know, all these things are so important because a children, listen, <laughs> I, I can tell you from my experience, children are looking at you and you model Christian living. And number three, discipline. Parents are responsible for disciplining their children. We should be done. I say again, we should be done in love and for correction, not for revenge or anger. Scripture tells us in Proverbs chapter 13, verse 24, he who spares his rod hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him promptly. And Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4 tells us, and you fathers do not provoke your children into wrath by bringing them up in the training and the admonition of the Lord. Amen. Again, you know, a good rule of a thumb, if I'm angry, I refuse to take that rod of correction or whatever form of punishment that uh, you choose. Again, be very careful in when you discipline your children that you do not break their spirits, okay? So again, you have to be very careful about that, especially when you're dealing uh, with them when they become teenagers. You know, they're no longer children. You know, they have their respect. They, they want their respect, okay? So you got to figure that out early in the stage of uh, when, 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 when they are kids. And, and again, listen to me very carefully. You got to invest a lot of love, you know, because the time will come. You cannot discipline them no more. You can only influence them. And in, when you say influence, influence can only come in a form of permission, Okay? So start early. And, and, and here's another thing that is very important. Number four, nurture and care for your kids. Parents are to provide for their children's physical, emotional, spiritual needs. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 14 tells us, For the children ought not to lay up for their parents, but the parents for the children. Amen. So again, you know, don't just look at... Uh, good results, they are also emotional creatures. And, 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 and when you touch them emotionally, sometimes it goes a longer or more effective way that, that you listen to them instead of lecturing. You listen to them, listen to their pain, listen to their fears. In, practice listening to your children and find out the real meaning of that conversation. Okay, when they say, I don't care, what does it really mean? Could it mean that this is too, too, too high level for me to study this subject and I need help? I don't know. You know, so you got to figure that out and be patient with them. Most important, nurture. And, and one of the ways that we can nurture them is with this whole idea of playing with your children. Amen. And guys, don't give our children leftover. Show them they are the most exciting thing uh, in life and, and play with them. Uh, uh, you know, go downstairs, 
take a bowl, you know, make them laugh, give them good times. It doesn't need to be expensive, but it needs to be something that they can connect with you with. You know, connection is so important. You know, when we talk about uh, ministering to them emotionally, you know, it, I, I like it like a bridge. You know, we are we, we are extending our bridge and in this 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 bridge, right, we can, the, our children can express their feelings. It doesn't matter whether you agree with them or not. Don't justify Listen, okay, feel their pain, okay, and, and and whether the pain is based on a lie and comfort them or sometimes, you know, uh, uh, if possible, you know, sometimes I know that children are very unreasonable. They will use the word, I hate you and stuff like that. Be tough enough because, you know, you, you have to be their parent. You're not their best friend. Sometimes doing what's right requires you to be firm. You are not here to please your children. You are here to please God, okay? And and here's another important fact. Number five, we need to be praying for our children. Parents should constantly pray for their children interceding on their behalf. In Job chapter one, verse five tells us, Job would send and sanctify his children, and he would rise up in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job say, it may be that my son has sinned and cursed God in their hearts. And Job did this regularly, okay? What do you mean by this? You know, not all our children in the place that God wants them to be. And sometimes we, we have to pray, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. Lord, I'm standing in the gap I know that my child is, 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 is lost right now and I ask you to forgive them. I ask you with every action they do, forgive them. I, I do this quite a bit because sometimes you know that your children is not at the right place. They are kind of worldly and it's not something that you have done sometimes. It, it, it is their choice in life and, and, and we have to sometimes even pray, Lord, give me the grace to let go. Okay, you know, again, God wants true worshippers, amen, not worshippers that are forced to worship Him. So therefore, you know, whatever we do, we got to be patient and we got to be praying. Especially, I pray a lot about my attitude because we are models for them, amen. And then most importantly, we, of course, this is such an important deal. We got to love them, amen. You know, we got to love our children unconditionally. Reflecting, when we love our children unconditionally, we are reflecting God's love for them. Titus chapter 2 verse 4 tells us that they admonish the young woman to love their husband, to love their children. Amen. So all these things are very important. And let me also help you understand that you need to create a godly home environment. You know, exploring how to create a nurturing godly home can impact your children's faith or moral development. Amen. So again, you know, uh, get involved. Get involved with their relationship with their friends. Invite their friends over. Check them out. You know, again, see whether uh, 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 they are good company or not. You know, influence your children's friends. Okay, because they are, uh, and, and also, I, I cannot, I cannot overemphasize, they have to get involved in the church community because it is important. 
Get them involved, whether it's a small group, whether it's a party, whether it's children's day, whether it's children's camp. Get them involved because you want to surround them with godly friends. The world out there may not think like the way we think. So be careful. Remember this before I end this uh, podcast. Ask yourself, Strategize together with your wife or your spouse, you know, in every one of the area. In what area? Okay, here's the application challenge. In what area you can do better? You know, and 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 we do not want to be defensive. This is not about pointing figure. This is a this is really about redirecting the next generation to become disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to let you know, as, 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 as a pastor to parents, you are the most influential person to your children. Amen. Don't lose that influence. Don't lose that influence. Continue to love them. I know that sometimes children make decisions that you are not pleased. Continue to pray for them like Job, you know. And, and again, the greatest gift that you can give to your children is a strong marriage. So take time, talk about it, plan, strategize trips, strategize wholesome activities, play, especially when they are young. And if you have a child who is orange, they need lots of play, okay? So, so can we just lift our hands and let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we... I want to pray, God, for all the parents that are listening in today. God, we thank you for our children. But honestly, God, sometimes, God, it can be so draining as being a parent. And Lord, there are times that, in fact, it can be devastating and disappointing. So, Father, I pray, God, for all the parents, God, they will not lose heart. They will not be weary in well-doing. In due time, they will reap. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray you give them strength. I pray you give them the anointing. I pray, God, that you give them the creativity to create a wholesome uh, environment uh, for the children to grow up where they can learn more about you, that they can see the demonstration of your power. And they will, I, I pray right now for our children, God, to be awakened spiritually so that they can worship you in spirit and in truth. Father, again, in the name of Jesus, Lord, the next few days, God, teach us how to teach our children creatively. Lord, let them see the zeal. Let them see the excitement of becoming a truly disciple of our Lord Jesus Christ, especially in the times that we live in, where religion is portrayed dead, dull, boring which is the total opposite of the word. The word says that you are exciting. The word says that your zeal has consumed you. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, God, I bind every evil thing that's trying to influence our children. But God, I pray for anointing. I pray for grace. I say again, I pray for grace to be upon every one of our children in every age category, that they will deal their, their, their roles with excitement, enjoy and Lord most of all God let peace guard their heart in Jesus name we pray and God's people say Amen thank you for listening in uh, we are so excited next we're going to be moving day 24 so hang in there God bless every one of you may the Lord show himself exciting to you this day in Jesus name